When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Corn Roof Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clem, alongside my sidekick, Mr. Kev. We have a good show for you today. We are talking a little news from MLB, NBA, and... I have to yell about some disrespect that my Hurricanes got from the NFL uh, about all conference teams. And also, me and Kevin have a debate about who is the best position, like, who's the best division by position group, which is going to be an interesting conversation. Plus, Kev's got some more weird shit. So, let's rock and roll. Kev, first off, a lot of news today out of the MLB. Initially, I saw a proposal from the players to go from like mid early July to October, end of October. It's over 100 games. The MLB is pushing for a 50 game season. We already talked about this in the pre show meeting because you you basically mentioned to pay the players less. You've got guys like Price throwing out money for minor league players who need who Scott Boris paying his players, which you informed me before the show. I love these gestures. Is there any way the the MLB owners could seem like less villains in this situation? Uh, no. When you have your own players and agents, their job is not to pay players. Their job is to make their players money. When you refuse to step up as an organization and people who shouldn't be doing that and shouldn't have to do that are, you look even worse. Oh, yeah. I think there's unless unless the owners, they're never going to do it. But unless they go, hey, you know what? We're going to pay the minor leaguers double their salary. We're going to give them the pandemic unemployment that a lot of people are getting. But yeah, no, the owners suck. I hate John Henry, and I've hated him for a while. I don't even know who owns the Diamondbacks. I, I seriously don't. But, I mean, it's... To me, like, I'm even seeing some MLB owners are in favor of a shutdown. How could you look even worse? They find a way. Like, to the MLB owners, you guys got to realize something. These players need this. Like, the minor league guys need this money. America needs sports. And you guys come off looking like the biggest villains in sports right now. They go, oh, we don't want to lose any money. We want to pay the players like their, most of their salary. We're going to lose money. Like, you guys could afford to not have a maximum profit season. Because I don't think they're going to actually lose money if they play a, like even like a, a reduced season. They'll still may not have the profit margin, but they'll still have enough where they can still sit on their yacht in Turks and Caicos and relax. 
But here's the thing. They don't want to do that. They, If they're not getting max profits, they don't see a point in doing something. That's the worst part of this. Yeah, I want to see one owner just come out and go, yeah, I might not be making $100 million, but, you know, $50 million doesn't sound bad. You know, to the guy like here is making 15 bucks an hour to lug around other people's crap. I don't know. I just it to me it's 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 like the most spoiled rotten rich thing I've ever heard. The the owners don't want to like lose too much money. I'm like half these guys have their own other ventures. <laughs> okay, nobody cares if you lose a little money. We want our baseball back. And it sounds so non big picture to say that, but it's the truth. America needs sports right now more than ever as something as a positive note, especially with all the stuff that's going on, whether it's COVID, George, the George Floyd with the riots and everything else. And it's America needs good news and good things happening right now. And sports is one of those things that unites people better than almost anything else. So yeah, I am very irritated about this and I'll elaborate on it later. Next up though, from one league that was not just looked like they from one league that's fumbling to one league that I thought dropped the ball, we got the NBA who all of a sudden is coming out of the bricks saying, "Hey, we got an idea. We're ready to rock. Early July, let's do this." Yeah, I basketball's come out of this looking the best. I mean, you have they're ready to go. Basically, they are like Jason Tatum, per reports, has been in Orlando for a couple weeks now because he knows it's going to. And also, if you don't know this, Jason, it's not like he's just hanging out at home and that's why he's in Orlando. He's from St. Louis. So I think that shows that it's probably going to happen. They probably told the players months ago and they said, you got to sign an NDA. We're trying to make sure this works, but like get ready, get to these cities, start training. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I love basketball right now. I think it's it's definitely tied with the NHL or being the NHL first. I know your beef. Me and KJ talked about this on, on our show, on our, on my uh, my other show, but uh, it, they still come off both both leagues still come off better than baseball right now. And yeah, I got to give credit to the NBA. They came, they just came out uh, off the top rope with a plan and they're ready to rock and roll July first ish, and it's gonna be great. I'm gonna watch a lot of basketball with Kev's YouTube TV password. Yeah, I got to change that. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. You don't trust me anymore? Nope. <sighs> Distrust here, folks. It's just brutal. Um, all right. Now, Kev, uh, you sent me this link. You talked about this before in our little, like, Madden League chat just to bust my stones. But then I actually was looking at this. The ultimate all-conference teams from NFL players – and I, I'm looking through this right now, and I, I like I like some of these a lot, so I guess we'll just read them off by conference if my phone could ever load the damn link, because apparently it logged out of it after I locked it. There it is. Alrighty. First off, for the Big Ten, I like this one. Zeke at running back, Russell at quarterback, Mike Thomas and Godwin at receivers, Kittle at tight end, Saquon at the flex. All right, I don't know. I would probably have Zeke at the flex. Either way, uh, Ramchek, Sudf- um, Saffold, Ilfin, I can't pronounce that name, 
uh, Sheriff and Luan as the ta- as the O line defense is Bosa, Hayward, Kwan Short, other Bosa, Levante David, Devin Bush, JJ Watt, Marshawn Lattimore, Denzel Ward, Devin McCourty, and Micah Hyde. Holy Jesus, that is a loaded ass lineup, and I love it. I-, I have no beef with any single one of these, honestly. No, I mean I I think quarterback was would have been tough to choose for this conference especially because Brady's from Michigan Brady Breeze mm-hmm. so they have to go I they have to go Wilson I think he's the best right now yeah I already got some issues with the with the Big 12 Mahomes no issue Joe Mixon not really an issue Lockett, Brown, Mar- Lockett, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, not really an issue there. C.D. Lamb hasn't played a snap yet, and he's the fl- he's the flex. I'm like, really? You can't think of anybody else. <coughs> um, Mike Evans? Oh, no, that's SEC now. I forgot. Wow. That's been SEC for a while. I know. My brain just farted for a second. Um... Trying to come up with a name fast. I don't look terrible right now. Uh, shit. I'll get back to it. Um, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, just a good offensive line, period. Um, defense, Jerry Hughes, Gerald McCoy, Jordan Phillips, Bruce Irvin. Well, Bruce Irvin's stretching on that one. Uh, Jordan Hicks, Kenneth Murray. Once again, guys haven't played a snap yet. Jeff Gladney hasn't played a snap yet. Chris Harris Jr., Xavier Howard. Earl Thomas, Kenny Vicaro. I almost think that speaks more to the fact that Big 12 just doesn't really produce good defending guys. No, uh, Big 12 notorious for having garbage defenses. Uh, yeah. I excuse the burping. I literally just got back from a run and just chugged my protein shake, so my stomach is just having a real good time right now. Um, literally no one to put at the flex for the Big 12. That's true. Well, like, Lazard... Um, Byron Josh Gordon. Gordon. What? Josh Gordon. Not in the league, technically. Mm. We'll see how the season goes out. I think he'll get picked up. Like um, Kenny Stills. I would put Kenny Stills in over over CD Lamb right now. Yeah, but I think you could make an argument for CD, even though he hasn't played a game. I don't know. All right. Also, it's Josh Gordon's not just not in the league because he's a free agent. He cannot play. Oh, okay. He's suspended again. He has been since, like, week 13 of last season. True. Oh, wait. I have a better flex solely on name alone. Yes. Lil Jordan Humphrey. <laughs> I love it. His name is L-I-L apostrophe Jordan. Hey, man. Parents were creative. All right. Here's where I got some beef. ACC. Lamar Jackson, no issue. This is fine. Dalvin Cook, no issue. That's fine. DeAndre Hopkins and Fitz, yeah. You can probably put Watkins in there too. Uh, tight end. You kidding me? Greg fucking Olson? Yes, he's old, but he's still better than Kyle Rudolph. Uh, there were a couple of years there where Kyle Rudolph was better. Yeah, but Gray Olson's over had a longer career. We're going to reward, like, look at, like, Kilias Campbell or, um, 
I, I just, you know, I don't know. It's Harrison Smith guys were on the back end. I, I just, I think this one was just kind of a, ugh. They, a little disrespect to Greg Olson. Flex with Devontae Parker, I have no issue. Uh, Staley, Nelson, Hudson, Zach Martin, McGinley, no issue. Great offensive line. Um, defense, Chandler Jones, agree with. Aaron Donald, agree with. Grady Jarrett, agree with. Bradley Chubb, barely played, but okay. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, solid linebacker. Uh, Jalen Smith, absolutely nasty. <clears throat> My boy Calais Campbell, respect. <clears throat> uh, Jalen Ramsey, no question. Jay Alexander, yeah, I'll give you that one. Derwin James, no issue there. Harrison Smith, no issue. I guess my biggest beef was just the tight end, though. And Bradley Chubb, because he's played like four snaps. They haven't put out the Pac-12 one yet, but Who cares? the ACC, for these purposes, is really lucky that Notre Dame has that scheduling deal with them to play mostly ACC teams, or else this list would be Bad. Oh, yeah. The ACC has never produced good offensive linemen. Ever. Or at least not since, like, the early 2000s. All right, the SEC. This is where I'm, I I got – ah, the quarterback's already pissing me off already. I just I, – I'd rather have Tannehill. Honestly. Uh, quarterback is Prescott. I already have a big – for that one. Derrick Henry, Sure. Uh, Julio, no question. Mike Evans, no question. Jared Cook, I mean, I guess. Uh, OBJ, yeah, easy. Larry Tunsil, Trey Turner, Marquise Pouncey, Jenkins, Whitworth, yep, yep, yep. Um, Vaughn Miller, Fletcher Cox, Chris Jones, Miles Garrett. Good Lord, that pass rush is goddamn terrifying. <clears throat> um, CJ Mosley, Roquan Smith, and Daniel Hunter. I forgot Daniel Hunter went to LSU. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, Tredavious White, Tyra Matthew, Jamal Adams. That is just a loaded defense. Um, just the quarterback I got an issue with. And it's not even just Cowboy Bison. I'm like, Tan- I would rather have Tannehill than, uh, what's-his-face anyway right now. But there's also, like, and there's another SEC quarterback I'm not thinking of, Kev. Help me out here. Matthew Stafford. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I have Stafford over deck. That's kind of any day. <clears throat> I, I, I get why they went Prescott here, though. Oh, they're just kissing the cowboy butt kissing trend. Yes, but also Matt Stafford just broke his back. True. Ryan Tannehill is basically getting paid a ridiculous amount of money to hand the ball off to Derrick Henry and throw crossing routes to AJ Brown. Mostly the handoffs. Like if they didn't have Derrick Henry, this team would be 0 and 16. Yeah, 2 and 14. Also, how Alvin, how did Alvin Kamara not make the list too? But then again, the SEC is so loaded, I get that. I would take Derrick Henry and OBJ over him. True. I just Easily. About that. Yeah. Um, they also left off Minka Fitzpatrick, Eddie Jackson, Marlon Humphrey, and Patrick Peterson off the SEC list. Um, yeah, they saw about Stafford um, and Aaron Rodgers for the Pac-12, but nobody cares about the Pac-12. So. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get leaving off some of those guys because – uh, Matthew Adams, Tredavious White, they all have had better careers so far at the NFL level. Yeah. 
Like, Tredavious White just had a ridiculous season with the Bills. Tredavious White, if he wasn't in Buffalo, would be considered the best one of the – I already consider him a top-five corner. <clears throat> I wouldn't AFC. mind – What? I wouldn't mind bumping Matthew off for um, Eddie Jackson. But Eddie Jackson only, only had a, a good season and a half so far, whereas Matthew's been doing it well for eight seasons. Yeah, but also they put C.D. Lamb on, who hasn't been doing it for any season. So I know. Well, Clearly, this, they don't care. I'm, sta- I'm staying consistent with keeping Eddie Jackson off for the same reason I don't want C.D. Lamb there. I'd rather have Kenny Stills. That's, That's just my honest God opinion. All right. Um, Kev, this is where we're going to get debating because I, I actually am excited for this. So me and Kev are going through every position group. Quarterback through punter. No, I'm just kidding. Quarterback through defensive backs. And we're going to break down which conference in each, which division each conference has the best of the position groups. So you get four options, like a multiple choice. So, Kev, who has the best quarterback? Who's the best quarterback tree? Who's the best quarterback room in the AFC East? Oh, we're doing it by conferences? We're doing conference splits. Oh, I just meant whole NFL when I suggested this. We're only at the 16-minute mark. We can do both now. All right. Um, AFC, best quarterback group. It's – shit. Um, might have to be the – oh, crap. This is really hard because, like, the, all the good quarterbacks are in the NFC. Yeah. Um, AFC South, I guess. No. I would say West. Because you got Mahomes, and then you got some up-and-comer in Luck, a rookie in Herbert, and you have Derek Carr as a solid, like, B-plus quarterback. That's true. I was like, because her – I don't like Herbert. I've been on that. He's Mitchell Trubisky, but better. It's not, still not terrible. I I might have to – yeah, I got to agree. AFC West. NFC. I got to go south. Yeah, anyone who doesn't take south in it. Yeah, because Brady, Breeze, Matt Ryan, come on. Teddy Bridgewater will be a, a number. Teddy Bridgewater will be the second best quarterback in like two or the three other comp, uh, divisions in that. Or at least t- in the number three, he's number four. So, I mean, in, when the East, you have Wentz, 30 feet of crap, and then Prescott, and then it's 80,000 feet of crap, and it's Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins. But then you go to the north and you got, you know, got Rogers up here, Stafford here, Kirk Cousins somewhere to the left somewhere because he only shows up during non-primetime games. And then you bring it all the way back for Nick Foles, who's just down here. So I don't know. It's the, the NFC is no question. It's the south. I mean, the west isn't terrible. Yeah, but I mean, Kyler Murray, you don't really know how he's going to do still. It's, they all, it's like that line. they would be number two. To me in the NFC, because the NFC East, Wentz is holding, Wentz is holding him up, and Dak's kind of pulling by his fingertips. But it's basically Wentz is heaving that part up. Whereas in the South, you have two of the greatest five quarterbacks of all time, plus one of the best statistical single season quarterbacks in the last 20 years. Plus you have Teddy Bridgewater, possibly the game's best game. One of the league's best checkdown guys in the league. So yeah, if Teddy Bridgewater is the worst quarterback in your division, then you're doing something fine. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not like you have like you know <clears throat> Dwayne Haskins or <clears throat> Daniel Jones. Um, all right, we're gonna that's for QBs for running backs. Oof, I have a hot take on this one, but we're gonna go AFC first. 
Um, South. Well, I know you got Henry, Marlon Mack, and um, oh, Marlon Mack and Taylor Fournette, and then who's in uh, Houston? Oh, Hyde. No, Hyde's gone. Hyde's in uh, Atlanta, or no, Hyde's somewhere else. Hyde's in Seattle. You've got Duke Johnson and uh, David Johnson. So I mean, yeah, yeah I give you the South. If your worst, if your worst running back duo was David Johnson and Duke Johnson, that's not terrible. Yeah, and I think Fournette hasn't been doing great. I think he might be a bust, but I that's tough to say right now. I think if the Jaguars weren't actively scaring away all their players, Fournette would play better. True. If there are, they actually had a new draft and offensive line. Um, NFC East. When Miles Sanders is your third best running back in that division, that's pretty good. Zeke. Saquon, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is like creeping into the top 10 as a second year guy, and he's still got Zeke. He's looking up by like 20 feet and he's seeing Zeke and Saquon. And I mean, come on, Darius Geis and um, Adrian Peterson's not a bad fourth spot. No, I might have to go north on this one, though. No, I'm going east. Aaron I mean, Jones, Dalvin Cook, Carrion Johnson, DeAndre Swift, um, uh, who's the Bears guy? He was just a rookie. You're really going to put Montgomery in there? No, I'm just saying as a group, though. Well, the thing is, I would give you because of Cook. But the problem is, once you get past Cook, I think Aaron Jones is a one-hit wonder. He had a couple of really good games. But the problem is, he wasn't consistent enough. Whereas, I would take Saquon, who's an elite-level talent. I get Zeke, who, even though he drives me insane, still can rack up 1,000 yards when he's asleep. And you have Miles Sanders, who was the best rookie running back last year. You can split hairs with him and Josh Jones. They're two different animals. But, no, I I just think, though, like, Zeke, also inconsistent, just like Aaron Jones. Yeah, our, I mean, and we, even, we didn't even mention, like, the South. And the South's got McCaffrey and... Camara. Um, Camara, Todd Gurley, and... Um, shit. Oh, yeah, but then yes, okay, so yeah, that that's what kills them because you literally do a thirty. If they get if they get Freeman, they jump to the NFC East in my opinion to number one. But if they don't get Freeman, they're kind of just because Ronald Jones is just kind of like there. But yeah, I, I gotta go with the East for running backs because I mean you you have a top you have like one the, the number two or three vote getter and rookie of the year voting last year as your third guy. That's not bad. He was basically Wentz's number one weapon for the last four weeks of the season when Ertz's ribcage was, like, basically made of glass. Um, all right. Uh, so for AFC, we both agreed on South. You said – I said East, you said North. I'm going to put a little poop emoji next to that one. Um, tight ends. AFC. Tight ends are weird because there's only a couple of really good ones, and then the rest AFC are just. AFC West, dude. AFC West. Fant was hurt most of the time. Darren Waller, no. Waller's a one. Waller could be a one-hit wonder. I don't think he's gonna be a one-hit wonder. That dude, he was just a freak. Like there's there's like getting open, and the fact that dude was beating double teams. They the Ravens drafted him because he was a freak, but he had drug issues, so he got cut. He's clean. And he just tore it up. And, oh, Travis Kelsey. Fuck me, Travis Kelsey. I know you do. He's a pretty boy wide receiver who wants to be Gronk. 
Yes, I know. I don't like Travis Kelsey either, but the, the West has it. What? Oh, no, he can't block. I think you might be a better pass blocker than he is. Um, yeah, no, I because, like, you got two of the top five guys from Pro Football Focus in the same conference. It's no brainer. Plus, you get the best rookie tight end from last year. Noah yeah, Fant I mean, missed, like, four games, and he still tore it up. Yeah, no, I wasn't saying that, like, it's definitely not the West. I'm just saying it's a really weird position. Yeah, it's hard to judge. You can make little tweaks to it. NFC is going to be really weird because I would love to say South, but I feel like Gronk's holding the South up, whereas you go to the East, you have Ingram, you have Ertz, you have um, – God, what's this? Oh, I forgot the Cowboys have a black hole tight end. Never mind. Um – who are the Reds? Oh, the Redskins have uh, what's his face? Nobody. I forgot they cut Jordan Reed because um, he can't stay healthy. So yeah, no, the NFC is gonna be harder. You could go west. Kittle. Um, who's the tight end in Arizona? Nah. It might be Gresham still. He's still a thing. Um. Oh no, and then you don't. I think you have Everett in um the, for the Rams. Wow, this is hard. North, you have Rudolph. Whatever flavor of the week old person is playing for the uh, Packers. Uh, they cut Trey Burton because they they uh, they couldn't get a tight end going there. You have Hawkinson. The South, you have Gronk. And then nobody in Atlanta. The Saints, you have Cook. And then with the uh, Panthers, they don't have anybody for tight ends either. This is going to be a weird year for tight ends. See, that's like that's why it's so hard because you have – yeah, you have the top five guys you can mention, and then everyone else, you're like, do they even have one? I, I You know, I'm just going to say just because like – you get Ingram and you get Ertz. I'll just say the East by default because it's like the least amount of holes in the conference. Because the only look like, that's the only two reliable tight ends I think of in that conference. Whereas out West I get I get Kittle, and then I get a bunch of nobodies. Down South is Gronk and a bunch of nobodies. So I gotta go East because at least you get Ertz and uh, Ingram. Jared Cook's a solid option at tight end. He is. He is not a nobody, but yeah, I mean also throw um Goddard in there. It's got to be the East. Yeah, I forgot because we I forgot we have a two-headed monster tight end. Um, yeah, so for tight ends the East. Hopefully one of yours doesn't kill multiple people like ours did. Yeah, let's hope not. Uh, wide receiver, this is going to get interesting. <sighs> NFC South by a fucking oh, country mile. We'll, stop. we'll just stop it, okay? Julio, I think we have the top five in the South. We have Julio, Mike Evans, um, Mike Thomas. Chris Godwin, and we haven't even gotten to, like, the other, like, the you know, we got still got Calvin Ridley, and we haven't even talked about who Carolina's got. They got still got Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel. And, I mean, and you all, I mean, I think I think that's it for basically no, known players, but that's still, that's a loaded receiving board. It's definitely the South. Yeah. No, that's, that's an easy one. That's very easy. Um... 
AFC definitely not the East because they don't know what a receiver or receiver is in that conference, uh, in that division anymore. Uh, besides Julian, it's got to be the East. You got Julian Edelman. That's all you need. Shut the fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Um, North you have Goodwin. You know, no North you have um. Marquise well, East Brown. also has Diggs, but that's really it. Yeah, the AFC is does Diggs, but I mean that's not really stretching much. Wow. Um, the South you have AJ Brown. You have um, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, yeah. Um, you have Will Fuller. You have Corey Davis. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. And then you also do have um, DJ Chark. Uh, the North, you have Juju, Marquise Brown, uh, OBJ, Jarvis Landry. AJ Green, AJ Green, John Ross, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, James Washington. Uh, I, I'm kind of leaning north right now. Let's, yeah. go, let's go to the oh, let's go to the west. Let's go to the west. Um, Tyreek, Sammy. Uh, then you got nobody in Oakland. I guess Zay Jones. I'll give you that one. Henry Ruggs, but Henry Ruggs. We'll see. Um, Jared Judy, uh, and, uh, KJ Hamler and Christian Kirk in Denver. Corlin Sutton. Corlin Sutton, sorry. Christian Kirk is in Arizona. Um, damn, they got a load of receiving core. Then you have, um, in, oh, oh, yes, yeah, the West. Allen. It's, it's the, the West. Keith Allen, Mike Williams, done. All right, it's the West. I thought about, like, wait a minute. Like, your third best receiving core has, like, three, three good rookies. Like that's that two good rookies and a solid young guy. Yeah, it's the West. All right. Um, do we really want to do O line? Because the NFC, it's a it's no brainer. It's it's because you have the two top ranked O lines in the NFC in one conference. It's Philadelphia and Dallas. So it's the East for the NFC. But in the West, I mean, who's – I mean, wasn't um wasn't Tennessee's, like, ranked in the top last year? But it's yeah, hard – Yeah, I think part of that, though, is also Derrick Henry's just so – Yeah, just the running ability. Um, the Chiefs didn't really have a good old line. They just had them improvised during they scored so fast. The defense was always out of breath. Uh, the Chargers have an okay one. Uh, Raiders was terrible. This is not the West. North. North was bad. It's Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland and Cincinnati just dragged that to the bottom. It's like the polar opposite of the NFC East. Um, because well, because Washington's O-line wasn't awful. And, yes, the, the Giants was bad, but they improved towards the end. So I'd still give the East in the, in the, in the NFC. Uh oof. But then you have the best offensive line in the AFC, which is uh, the Colts in the South. I gotta go the South. Yes, Jacksonville's is terrible, but like Houston. Oh, Houston's is bad too. Shit, that's like a split down the middle. Yeah. Uh, do we? And you and New England's was terrible. New uh, England was terrible because of injury, though. They have good O linemen. But if we're gonna talk, eh, yeah, it's true. But then again, you have the the. 
you know, the Jets was terrible last year. I mean, the Bills had a good one. I think it's the East just because everyone else drags down. Yeah. It's the East, but, like, the South is a close second. All right, D-line. For NFC, I got I got the I got the NFC East because Eagle you have the Eagles D line with Cox and that and Graham and that whole platoon of rushers. Then this then the Redskins you have that like thoroughbred horse line they're making with <laughs> everything from Chase Young to Ryan Kerrigan. Then you go you have in the, the Cowboys you have Demarcus Lawrence who's a top five DN that gets respect alone. And the Giants you have a good established interior rush. So I, I got to give them a nominee for that. Whereas I could give the West, but the West really, besides Aaron Donald and the Niners, the Seahawks defensive line was a joke. Then you throw in the Cardinals, who besides Chandler Jones couldn't rush the passer. The the North, you yeah, you have a good edge rush in Green Bay, but they were the worst run D line in the league. Uh, the Lions were just terrible. Bears, you have Khalil Mack, but that was really it, and he was shut down a lot last year too. Um, probably because like they just double teamed them every yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Then because there's the other, the other side, dude. Like, what was it? Um, Wisniewski and Andre Dillard shut him down the entire time they played Philly, which was, I'm like their two worst old linemen just shut down Khalil Mack. He didn't even touch Wentz, which I thought was like I'm like oh my god, this is a dream come true. Uh, and then with the Vites, you have Hunter. That's it because they just got rid of Griffin. So the South. Uh, yeah, it's got to be the West. I mean, the NFC East, I mean, because everything else is really spread out. Yeah. Also, I just love that the Redskins are trying to make the Al- an Alabama defense. Plus Chase Young. <laughs> yeah, plus Chase Young. Who, honestly, if it wasn't for Ohio State, probably would have had Chase Young. <clears throat> Actually, he doesn't really fit their system, though. Yeah, I mean, he's a 3 4 I don't think he can play coverage. Jason is the kind of guy where you can just kind of put him out there and say, "Hey, just run at the court, run at the backfield." So basically, like a predator back with Clowney, what they did at South Carolina. Yep. Fair enough. All right. Um, and then this, and then the AFC for defensive line. Ah, oof, this is tough. Um, I don't think it, I don't really think it's the East. I mean, the Patriots had a good like deep secondary because that the, the, the AFC. We can just say it now the secondary it's the AFC East. There's no question in my mind. Yep. Um, but the line like when we go back to D line, the West. I mean, yeah, you have Bosa and Gordon over in San Diego in, in L A, and you have D Ford in Kansas City. Ford uh, in San Francisco. Oh, sorry, Frank Clark in Kansas City. Um, and Chris Jones in Kansas City. Chris Jones, yeah, I forgot. I'm like, there's somebody else I'm missing in that. So, Chris Jones, that's, that's not bad to start. Oakland, they, they were really, really didn't have a pass rush last year. No. Um, Max uh, Williams then, was okay. Oh, and then you have Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb out what, in the Denver, too. Yeah. Um, then North, uh, I mean – you had like a bunch of no names cleaning up. In, Are we uh, counting DJ Watt as a D end or an outside linebacker? I think he's listed outside linebacker. But he's an edge. I'll consider edge D line because I'm considering Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb ends. Okay. So it, if that's the case, then you got Geno Atkins in Cincinnati, TJ Watt, uh, um, TJ Watt in Pittsburgh. 
Miles Garrett in Cleveland. Clays Campbell in Baltimore. Matthew Judon in Baltimore. Um, I think it's still the West, though. What? I I see. I the West just has too many studs there. Yeah, and like, I feel like a lot of these were going well. They have these guys, but they also have these guys. The good guys in the West are just good enough that they make up for Denver, or not Denver. They make up for Oakland. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that too. Who do we say for O line? When we say the AFC, what do we say the for our AFC O line? We said uh, AFC East. Okay. Yeah. So West for D line, East for uh, AFC D line. Um, linebackers. I don't mm. think NFC. They have the best linebacking core in the league in Dallas, but Philadelphia's is all no name rookies. Uh, Washington's is kind of garbage. The Giants don't have anybody, so that's the NFC's out for East. Uh, the North, you have um, you have Blake Martinez in um, Green, Green Bay. Bay. Uh, you have uh, Eric Kendricks in Minnesota. Who else? You have Anthony Barr in Minnesota. Then in uh, Detroit, you have. Uh, Nobody. Um, this Chicago, you have Roquan Smith. That's true. Um, out in, west. Ta- in the south, you have um, Levante David and Devin White in Tampa. Uh, you have um, De- um, Demario Davis in uh, New Orleans. You have, um, what's his face, Deion Jones in Atlanta. Uh, and then in um, Carolina, you have uh, what's oh you have no oh forgot no nobody's there anymore oh you have Shaq yeah. you have Shaq Thomas though he's not true um out west though Bobby Wagner you get yeah you also get Quan Alexander and Fred Warner you also get um oh KJ Wright too KJ Wright. I feel like I'm missing somebody in LA, but I don't think they have any good linebackers anymore. They're more retired. Yeah. Um, Arizona really doesn't have a good middle linebacker. I think we're gonna go south. No. Yeah. Wait. Or do we go west? Because we went listen. The west is so top heavy, but the bottom's terrible. The south has a lot of good in betweeners, and the north has a lot of good ones too. I I think I'd go south just because. They're more consistent, kind of. Like, yeah, Carolina doesn't really have anyone. But the South, they're more – it's not as big of a drop-off between teams. And it's not like they're just all bad. So you, also have one, you also have two of the best linebackers in the league, and David and uh, – what's it called? And uh, what's his face? Um, Deion Jones, plus Demario Davis and Devin White, who are great outside linebackers. So I'm all for that. Um, so for secondary, we can just – oh, we know we have still the AFC. Um, hmm. I have my pick. Let me hear yours. AFC East. Okay. Uh, Dante Hightower, CJ Mosley, Kyle Van Noy has shown he can play really good middle linebacker, yeah. and he's in Miami. Yeah. Camus Cruje-Hale, too, out of Philly. He's going to Miami now. He's a good outside – he's a good coverage outside backer. He's fast as hell. Um, and the Bills just have a good defense top to bottom. Yeah, they have they have Milano and Edmonds. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's AFC for linebackers, and then um, for so for uh, secondary AFC East again. Yep. Um, and then for the NFC for secondary, um, Philadelphia is Slay and Sid, Slay and uh, what's his face and Cindy Jones and Nikhil Robicomo. It's not bad. Uh, Washington has nothing. Dallas has nothing. I, I mean, I give you a Woozie and Haha Clinton Dix, I guess. Um, the Giants have Peppers, but yeah, the NFC East is out. Besides Philadelphia, nobody really has a good second, has an okay, even okay secondary in that conference. Um, sent North, you get um, Detroit's garbage. You get Jair, Jair Alexander, and Kevin King out of Green Bay. You get uh, Eddie Jackson and. Um, What's it? Oh, and Adrian Amos out of Green Bay as well. Uh, Eddie Jackson, Fuller out of Chicago. Yeah. Um, and then out of Minnesota, you get whatever the hell they're going to throw at you at cornerback this year in Harrison Smith. Because um, their their cornerback situation went from elite to crap last year in Minnesota. Um, down south, you get um, a bunch of cornerbacks that get smoked. And uh, Keanu Neal in Atlanta. Um, In New Orleans, you get Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Williams. And uh, they have one more safety that I like. I think it's Vaccaro. They still have Vaccaro, right? No, he's in in Tennessee now. I thought they had another safety that I liked besides Marcus Williams. They definitely do. Oh, Malcolm Jenkins. Duh! There's another one, too. Malcolm Jenkins is like I thought it was gonna be the third safety there, but they have Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore that I know for a fact. Um, um, Tampa's got uh, nobody. Yeah, the the guy they took in the second I don't mind, but I'm not gonna say he suddenly makes their defense better. True. Or doesn't make their secondary good, rather he makes yeah. their defense better. But Carolina really doesn't have a really good secondary. They're okay. Like, Trey Boston's not bad. Dante Jackson's not bad either. So it's nothing at the South. Uh, the West? The West, you get Sherm. You get Griffin. You get um, Jimmy Ward out of uh, San Fran. You get Patrick uh, Peterson. Patrick Peterson, yeah. Um, and then you get Jalen Ramsey and John Johnson. God, that's awful. <laughs> I think we just have to go west by default. I don't know because we listed more good guys out of uh, our oh, shit. The NFC secondary is just awful. For the conference, the best quarterbacks. They have so many unknowns. This is maybe awful. that's why they have the best quarterbacks. That also maybe all the second. They're playing Big Twelve football. Yeah, well, clearly you didn't watch some of the games last year. Um, Jesus, I mean, who is the best cornerbacks? So the East really only has Slay, and that's it, for, like, elite-level cornerbacks. And then safeties, they really only have um, – wow, nobody. Uh, yeah, I guess Peppers is the best safety in the NFC right now, in the NFC East right now. May, I could maybe throw in – McLeod is a second, but that's not saying much. Um, corners in the south, you get Lattimore, 
and you get um god i can't think of his name right now wow you only get really get Lattimore, but you get keanu neal safety um because we we're gonna make our secondary if we we're gonna make a secondary like all like an all secondary team that's where i have to go about this right now um and then in the north, you get Jay Alexander at one side, and you Kyle Ford at the other. You get Amos and Eddie Jackson deep. That's not a bad. That's not bad. Or Eddie Jackson and or uh, Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith. And then you poss- and then you get um, Kevin King in the slot. Plus Desmond Trufant's there now. He's not horrible. He's, a, he's an okay corner. I, I I gotta go north. Yeah, now, now that I think about that way, I, I well, would have to go. Come on, let's, let's do West quick. Peterson on one side and uh, Ramsey at the other. In the slot, you get Griffin. Deep, you get um, Jimmy Ward. And uh, what's his goddamn name? I swear I can't think of it right now. John Johnson. Yeah, no, North. I think the West is a close second, but... Yeah, I think North wins with their safeties. Yeah, the North went through their safeties because you have so much depth. Or the East, or the West, I didn't think about it. Because in all right, if we're gonna do one for the AFC, or if we're doing for the NFC East, it'd be Slay on one side, Coleman in the slot, and then you'd get Peppers deep on one side, and maybe McLeod on the other, maybe Haha Clinton Dix splitting hairs there. Yeah. Maybe what a Wouzier is the other cornerback. Uh, NFC secondary is kind of just hot garbage. Yeah, so that's it. That was our all-time lead, folks. It actually lasts like 20 minutes. That was pretty fun, though. Yeah. That got, that got us thinking, though. Because the AFC East, let's just talk about this for a second. If we were going to make it all a team for the AFC East, so safeties, you have Micah Hyde and Jamal Adams. I would go Devin McCourty over Micah Hyde, but... You also have Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, no, he's in the AFC North now. Sorry. Um... Micah Hyde, you can you could split hairs with Micah Hyde versus Devin McCourty, but they're both elite safeties. And then at corners, you have Stephon Gilmore, the second-best corner in the damn league. Then – Who's the best? Jalen Ramsey. Oh, I'm sorry. The guy who won Defensive Player of the Year. Sorry for – All right, we're splitting best. hairs. We're going pure talent versus, like, accolades. Okay, fine. I'll give you Gilmore for this year. He's tops right now. And then you have, on the other side of the ball – um. God, do they have, who you put the other corner? Tredavious White. Oh wow, my brain just my brain just crapped out for a second. <laughs> I forgot. I was gonna say you have two of the top three best corners in the league in one in one division. Um, and then the nickel. I would say you put uh the kid out of uh, Miami, right? Jones. Byron Jones. No, uh, yeah, Byron. You can put Byron Jones on the slot. But there was another one. I was going to say Xavier Howard. But, yeah, Miami's got a loaded secondary, too. Damn. Yeah. So, there you go, folks. That was our all. That was our, that was our picks for best team. So, let's just do the math here. Uh, so, for the NFC, the linebackers. Who won NFC linebackers? I think we picked the South, right? Yes. And then we picked the uh, North for secondary. So, all right, so the best team, the best conference, if we're going to buy positions, is, if we're doing players, is is the West in the AFC. They want to have four. Out of the, uh, hold on, one, two, three, four. East had one, 
two, three, and the South had one. In the in the NFC, the East had one, two, three, four. Uh, the South had one, two, and three. Wow, the North only had one. So the 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 AFC East wins in the NFC, which is completely hysterical. But the A is I honestly the conference is gonna be ridiculous. It also shows how top heavy some of these conferences are. All right, Kev, you got some weird stuff for me before we roll out? Yes, I do. Do you want to know some of the win records versus top teams for quarterbacks? Oh, I, I'm assuming some of them are absolutely hysterical. Aaron Rodgers, career, 36 and 42. I knew that one. That's a 46%. Carson Wentz, 11 and 18. Is that, counting, is that counting 2019? Yes. Drew Brees, 51 and 67. That's 43%. Dak Prescott, 13 and 17. 43%. So the dude who gets blasted for not being able to beat winning teams has one of the better records against winning teams. I also... I also will throw a monkey wrench into that into the Wentz one and the Breeze one because Breeze played on a couple really bad Saints teams early, and Wentz played on that really abysmal 2016 Eagles team. That's all I'll say. But I do see your point though. That's, I, I think you throw some skews in that. Rogers has no excuses. But well, Rogers, his team hasn't used a top five, uh, first round pick on a position player outside a quarterback. True. Well, also, Roger, I think Rogers also, I think he, he he must have done something where he must have, like, kissed the GM's wife or something because, God, they hate him up there. I think Matt LaFleur hates him. Oh, well, I would imagine so. Matt LaFleur is this young coordinator. He's got to deal with a guy who's his age giving him crap at the quarterback position. That's like a sports movie waiting to happen. Yeah, I – it's a bit of a hot take. I think Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay needs to get rid of him. I would agree. They're not winning anything with them. That's lukewarm because they're not going to win. They, I will tell you right now, I sent you that TikTok of that kid who made all those crazy predictions. Green Bay is going to be trash. I called that last year. I said they were going to be the softest team in the NFL that made the playoffs. I said they were going to get smacked in the face the second they played a physical team. And San Fran ran them out the door. And I saying this year they're going to go eight and eight because the championship game or the NFC championship game. I did not say they were going to be trash. I said they were going to get smacked around by a physical team. They played Seattle, who's not physical. The only physical guy on that defense is Clowney, and they basically double teamed the entire day with Pat Diari. But all I'm saying is that this year, because you're going to have the Lions who got better, you have the Bears with Foles are now better, not much better, but they are a little better. Then you have the Vikings who are worse, but not worse enough where they're going to regress as far as the Packers did. The Packers got so lucky last year. I'm saying it's a hot take saying they need to get rid of Rodgers. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think it's a hot take. I think it's like it's it's the smart take, but it's not. It's something nobody wants to hear. Yeah. All right. Last call quick. Uh, I'm going to rip the MLB owners for a minute. So coming into this – was it last week we did our live stream? We said, hey, let's grade all the leagues. And I'm going to make amendment. MLB, y'all get an F and an incomplete. Get the hell out of my classroom. 
as we kick this last call of smooth jazz. Y'all suck. All y'all owners, y'all suck. I am sick of everything y'all do. And it may come off as something like that almost sounds kind of like, oh, spread the wealth, do this, that. No. America needs sports right now. I mentioned this before. And you are a league who's been suffering with getting like getting viewers and getting, oh, baseball's boring. Baseball's an acquired taste. It's like wine or whiskey or anything that's not beer. Um, it's something you have to get used to. It's something if you, you grew up with, like I did, baseball is just a way of life. Like bit, watching baseball, like I can't watch a game every night. Could I have a game while I'm doing some homework or doing some work for this or, you know, cleaning my room? Yeah, of course. As my computer goes off. All I'm saying is, is that people need to really understand that baseball had a shot to at least come back into the realm of reality with where the NBA is. Nobody's catching the NFL or college football. College football is on its own little world up there because it technically counts as a pro sport, so it's, in, it's 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 on its own day of the week. But baseball had a shot to get back to two A, or at least be like so far ahead of hockey that it was starting to get close to the NBA because the NBA was fumbling for a while the last two weeks. But the NBA all of a sudden comes out this week and is like, yep, uh, we'll be ready July 1st. No issues. We're ready to go. We got an idea. Batman and the boys over at the NHL, as much as Kev hates the format, they had an idea. It's got me. Gary I'm watching. Me and KJ are hyped for it. Um, And the M- MLB, all we're hearing about is labor disputes and the guys not wanting to pay players are cutting they're cutting their uh they're cutting all the uh minor league guys. And I'm sitting here to myself thinking, how could you not screw this up worse? The next and then now your owners are saying, Oh, we kind of are in favor of a shutdown. Screw all y'all. Screw any owner who doesn't who wants a shutdown. I don't give a crap that you might not make your extra fifty million this year. Alright. This is for every baseball and sports fan in America right now. We've gone through a lot since 2020 started. You know, we had a little World War scare. Kobe passing away, RIP, to the Mamba. We've got this COVID thing that's been going on since, like, February. That's finally starting to resolve, pray to God. And now we've got all the stuff with the riots and the protests and everything else with the death of George Floyd, RIP. 2020 has been a hell for hell for like the world. Soccer's back. Bundesliga came back what a month ago, Kev? Uh, about yeah. Um, on the 16th or 17th, I'll be watching soccer because the Prem's back. But y'all are complaining about money. Screw y'all. All right, I'm sorry. I I can't with this anymore, man. Like I am so disappointed with baseball owners. I'm hoping A Rod buys the Mets because maybe he'll actually be winning the play because he's a player. But I hate this. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Kev, you got anything else? Stay safe out there, guys. Oh, yeah. Stay safe. Be smart. Head on a swivel. All right. That wraps it up. Uh, live stream Thursday. Uh, probably no show. But, uh, oh, be looking out. My newest show, we haven't, it's not titled yet. We recorded it on Sunday with our president and uh, hockey nerd, KJ of Puck Puck Pass. It's going to be up on the belly of YouTube and the corner booth. I might do the corner booth YouTube as well, or at least a link to it. 
Um, and we'll let you know about the name of it as well, but that's something to look forward to. And, um, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming on the horizon, at least for uh, hockey and basketball. Too bad baseball stupid. All right. I'm Jared. That's Kev. We'll see y'all Thursday. Bye. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.